In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on TogiNet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships sans the sleaze factor while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. And now, here's your host, Lou Paget. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for being with us this evening. Tonight, I'm going to be doing a show that is the type of show I love to do, which is discussing where I see the field of sexuality and the attendant, you know, arms that are developed from it, what the trends are, where things are going. And I have an expert on the line with me, well, actually on Skype, and we are going to be discussing what, for her, she comes from a background of counseling, actually counseling in the area of working with people with addictions, and her name is Pamela McKee, also known as Papaya Pam. She's a native of Southern California, and she got into the area of working into pleasure products and adult novelties by answering, Pam, correct me if I'm, if I'm right on this, let me know, uh, you answered a monster.com ad? I did. I did. <laughs> I, people, you know, I tell this story to people and they, they kind of look at me in disbelief. But yes, I um, was working as a counselor and I had just kind of checking out the ads and I came across um, an ad that was kind of funny and it, it struck a chord with my sense of humor. And I answered it and lo and behold, this is where I ended up. And um, I really didn't have any plans of going into this industry. Um, but I had been laid off after about three years, um, due to the economy. And, um, I decided I wanted to stay in this industry because it seems that there is a gap and a lack of information that between say educators and manufacturers. And, um, it just seemed like a natural fit for me. So I've become kind of an advocate and passionate about that. Well, I know that I have met you at numerous shows and we have had conversations on where we feel from a woman's standpoint, where we feel the industry with adult toys and novelties, where they can go. You started originally with Big T's Toys, and Tony is so brilliant at his designs. Yes. Yes, I did. I started with the... Um yeah, well, I think Tony is one that kind of thought outside the box. And, oh, absolutely. And, uh, and that's, you know, I used to curse him, and I can say this because he knows this. I've told him this. I used to curse him <laughs> for 
being detail oriented and and for being you know just so in in the way that he presented something and now i look back and honest to god i am grateful for for the way he is because i think i picked up a lot of that from him and um you know willing to to be vocal about something as long as i have a belief for it you know making sure i have accurate information and you know all that i attribute to to tony now what is the term that he refers to himself as a tribologist a tribologist or, an, an, well, kind of the duck master. <laughs> he's a duck master, but on his cards, he's the, uh, the head of tribology, I think. Right, which is the ability to create vibration. Um, actually, I'm not quite sure on that one. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, well, we'll, we'll look but that up on the break. <laughs> it's vibration, that's for sure. Right. Now, one of the things, when we were getting ready for this show, you and I, you have, you know, helped and been very generous with product when I was shooting my, my ladies seminar and my gentlemen seminar and donated, you know, the papaya toys products for both the ladies and for the men's seminars, which I have to tell you were exceedingly well received. Yeah. And one of the things we spoke of is that the idea, you know, the trends behind what's happening right now, there's a move that there are smaller companies that are growing and that are creating more social consciousness, more eco-awareness, and Papaya happens to be one of them. And you are, you're a partner with this firm, correct? I have, technically, I have my own company here in the United States, and I've gotten um, to know the creator and the designer of Papaya Toys, who is in Hong Kong. He's a German. His name's Holger Tyson. Uh Um, He now resides in Hong Kong, and we just started talking, and uh, we were introduced by a mutual friend, and we would send emails back and forth, and we just had the same philosophy, and it it just developed into my being his... um, um, agent or his voice in the United States. You know, mm-hmm. he, he's over there in Asia, and I'm here. Um, so it, it just—we really were in sync. And and I was just talking with somebody today. We're so much alike. In fact, I've never met him face to face. Seriously? Yet, yet, no, we've never met face to face. I mean, we've had Skype conversations, but he can probably—he probably knows me better than most people. And um, I'll I'll finish I'll finish a sentence for him and vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll say something and he'll finish a sentence for me. We know each other very very well. We're very much on the same page. And he actually got me thinking about um, a lot of what happens in the industry and and the lack of what's happening in the industry and and how to maybe move you know be a force and kind of move uh, move forward in a positive way. Now, what would be, okay, I know that for me, one of the things that I have found is I want people to get toys, A, that work, because we know the majority of toys have a built-in no-return policy, Mm -hmm. and I want something that isn't just a knockoff of what somebody else just made. Well, I'll tell you, first off, with the length of time that toys are, boy, this is... I'm really sticking my neck out here. <laughs> I mean, it, used be, it used to be that um, toys I, were designed. I really believe this, that toys were designed not to last for a long time. And There's no I, question. 
and I think that's changed. I think that people, um, especially with the introduction of silicone into the market, and um, you know, I think people are really starting to take a look at the materials, and they're starting to, like you said, become more socially aware and uh, you know, eco aware and aware of what we're doing to the planet. And um, right, I think that that's uh, because it's it's. You know, the, there were, I've, meant, I've said this many, many times, there, you know, for the past 30 years, there's been five companies, basically five large companies that have dictated what, uh, what was brought into the market, and that's changed. And what was designed. Yeah, what was designed, what was brought in, what materials were used, and they did this at, uh, in a business model that the, the profit was just enormous for them. And, and I do, in a way, I credit them for bringing toys to the market, period, but that's mm -hmm. about it because I think that um, I think we need to be more responsible. I think that we need to be accountable, and I think that's what you're seeing a lot of or, or will be seeing a lot of in the near future is that there are up-and-coming you know, companies that are – this means something to them. Right. Now, I, I mean, I have my own, you know, tales having been, you know, ordering products going to directly to the manufacturers because that's the thing. I want to know who's making them, how they're made, where they're coming from. And I remember being in the showroom of one of the big five, and it was one of these great big huge arms, like literally someone's arm that is used for so-called anal play mm. and I looked at the gentleman who headed the company and I said why would you have this and I said why would you put this in a presentation for women he says well I don't care what the women think about it the women aren't buying it right and right. I thought <laughs> okay fine I had another gentleman who I'm in his showroom and he showed me this particular toy that was to be worn on a man and he said, now, it's to be worn this way so that during penetration, it's going to be stimulating her clitoris. And I said, can you just hand me, as I call them, an instructional product, can you hand me one of those, please? And you know both of these gentlemen, by the way. <laughs> I, said, I said, can you just hand me that? And he said, yes. And I put the toy on it. And I showed him with another model, with a female model, I said, how is this supposed to work on her? It's going to be going the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> and his comment was, oh, damn it. I just ordered 10,000 of them. Yep. Well, and that, and that speaks volumes. That they I don't, know. They're not really... Um, and I have to say, I think maybe, you know, there's a few companies, a few of the larger companies that have tried to make a change or at least a small change but you know even as recent as the last show in july mm -hmm. uh, there was i mean i've got pictures of a toy that was they were they were giving out um just little boobs you know little little boobs made out of i don't even know what the material was well it got onto a napkin and it just, you know, it was placed on a napkin and it just soaked up everything that was leaching out of it. And it not only did it do it for an hour or so, it did it for weeks after weeks. It became really? like a little test where we would move this boob from, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we would move this boob from napkin to napkin. And I swear to you that it, it just, and that was, it was the chemicals leaching out of it. And right. that, really got me thinking that in this day and age that, you know, if people 
you know, granted, look, people, there's always going to be a market for the cheaper, cheaper sex toys, pleasure products. However, give people that information to make that decision as to what they're putting in and, and next to their body. Hey, you know, you know I'll, I, I'll tell you, I'm, you know, I high five on that one. I mean, and you and I both now know we have probably 45 seconds, 30 seconds until our first break. But my, my guest this evening is Pamela McKee with Papaya Toys. And we're talking about in our next segment, we're going to be talking about more of the trends and some of the things that are like great new ideas that are coming forward. But Pam, I know that there's a reason why the phthalates are becoming the thing that are no longer going to be allowed in sex toys because mothers will not allow them to be in the nipples for baby bottles. Mm -hmm. And that's where that came from. So we're coming up now to our tunes. Please stay with us. We will be right back. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on TogiNet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Friday Night Camp Radio, 10 p.m. to midnight with Christy and Laura on Toginet.com. Broadcasting from their scrappy kitchen in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. They've got nothing better to do than riff with their favorite Brooklyn-based independent vendors, artists, bands, bartenders, foodies, weirdos, and news stories. Featuring the live studio audience. Betty Rehab and the Gay Boys. Sex and dating commentary with the impersonal. The unknown political biased man. And people who kind of know stuff. Stream on after your long week. Brooklyn's variety show of madcap intellectualism. Friday Nightcap Radio with Lauren Christie, 10 to midnight Eastern on Tokenet.com. Radio like you've never seen. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget.
Welcome back, everyone. Tonight, my guest is Pamela McKee with Papaya Toys, and also um, she is representing Mojo Weijo, which we will discuss in a moment. But what I also wanted to do, Pam, when we said when we said we were going to talk this evening, you said initially the things that you had seen in being in this industry over the last six years, the things that has have changed and how, you know, so much has changed in the last six years. Mm-hmm. So can you, you know, enlighten our listeners with some of those things, whether it's the bloggers, the products, how they're being marketed, tag your it. Ooh, I think all, all of the above. <laughs> yes. I, think that, um, I think that first and foremost, I think a big thing right now in the industry is product materials. I think that uh, women-owned uh, companies are, I think I mentioned to you the other day when we were chatting that um, I was offended because there was one company out there, one of the large, one of the big five that stated they were the only women-owned Well, you uh, know, and, and listen, you know, the company is Cal Exotics, and Susan Colvin has used that tagline. Yes. And it's like a little bit overworked. It's like showing up on a dating site with a 15-year-old picture. Stop yes. it. Yes, it is, and you know something? <laughs> it's I just like, no, no, like, no. I'm not the only one that finds it offensive. You know, there's a lot of women-owned companies out there that are are producing quality products and they're designing them and bringing them to market and um, and are being accountable and responsible. Right. Now, okay. So tell who tell our listeners who some of them are. Uh, first and foremost, that comes to my mind is Shelly from Crystal Delights. She her product is manufactured in the U.S. She doesn't even use packaging. Her packaging is a satin pouch. Right. And so and it's crystaldelight.com. CrystalDelights.com, and because Crystal of Crystal Delights, pack- pleasure, yes. I mean, plural? Yes. Okay. Crystal Delights, ple- Crystal Delights, plural, CrystalDelights.com, um, <laughs> her packaging, we were just talking about this too, her packaging, she's turned down sales because she refuses to use plastic packaging or throwaway packaging. Okay. And, um, so she, she comes to mind right away. There's, uh, Isn't I believe- there Divine Toys? Yeah, Nina, there's Rachel of Just In Case, there's Bonnie of Sex Butter, there's Metis of Tantus. I mean, there's a lot of them out there that are, um, you know, these are, are independent, intelligent women that care about what they're doing and care about what they're bringing to market. And um, mm-hmm. there was Dawn from Toy Box. Mm-hmm. I think Toy Box, unfortunately, just closed, but Dawn is an extremely intelligent woman, and she um, she was kind of a trailblazer, you know, and bringing, going to the shows and, and, you know, being the only woman there because it's traditionally been a man's market, a man's uh, industry. Well, that and also it has been an industry that if we look at the business model of it, originally we had... And think of the business model this way is how I would explain this to the listeners. You had a manufacturer, which really was like the only road that you could go down. So there were these five main roadways. And on these five main roadways, they also controlled all the distribution. So they had the distribution tied into that roadway. So you either bought from the distributor or you didn't buy. You did not go directly to them. So <laughs> I'm smiling because you're right, and it, it actually goes a little bit deeper than that to where, um, you know, there's been a, oh gosh, this is, t- this is touchy. There's been, um, they will threaten, and they will strong arm people into, in other words, if you exhibit at this trade show, you won't be carrying our products, or if you... 
you know, I mean, and it's gotten to, it's just, it's kind of um, it's old school way of thinking. Well, it's also trying to protect their turf. Yeah, and, and I get that. Yeah, I mean, no, I know, and I know um, Icon Brands gets it. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I know of others. But here's the other thing, is that, yes, they may have been, they, they were the roadway. And they were the roadway that controlled everything. You either got here or you didn't. And then what happened was this thing called da 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 the Internet. Internet. So, and there's a reason why the AVN show is held at the same time as the Computer Electronics Show in January in Las Vegas. Because if it weren't for the marketing of anything relative to sexuality, they would not have, you know, that is where they're getting all of their product to market through, you know, they may be the computer geeks, but the computer geeks are creating the ability to market all the product that's in, you know, the next halls that are being exhibited. It does kind of go hand in hand. (laughs) Indeed it does. So, you know, the videotape, you know, had, was the thing that, you know, changed all of the videotapes being able to be at home rather than having to go elsewhere to look at things. Then we had in the the DVDs. Now, Now no one who, pardon me? POV. Yeah, now, exactly. Now what is happening is the adult industry that is trying to sell product that is on a DVD, they don't have a market anymore because mm-hmm. everyone can order online and there's so much stuff that is free, which I have to say, I wish there was a way to do, have a proper market that tells people this is the real educational material. This is someone who just wants to be voyeuristic and show you what they can do because we have so many people not being given the accurate information in any area of sexuality, which, mm-hmm. but we know it happens one person at a time. Mm-hmm. So, no, and I agree with you. I was at Momentum. Um, can you tell people what Momentum is? Momentum is a conference that is put together by um, Tied Up Events, and it is to bring together um people in regards to feminism and sex positive. Um, It could be filmmakers. It could be educators. It could be authors. It could be, um, you know, manufacturers. It's it's designed to bring all of us together in a positive and non-threatening atmosphere. It's not necessarily a trade show. It's more Uh of a conference and there's workshops and, and, you know, representation from all different types of, you know, um, and where, where, it was held. Was it Washington for that? Or am I it was Washington? held in Washington. This is the second annual, and I'm, I'm hoping they do it again next year. And people like uh, Carol Queen and Dr. Charlie Glickman and and Tristan Tarmino. Oh yeah, uh, Tristan wasn't at this past one. She was at the first one. She was at the first one. Okay. Its own price, and I mean, just a lot of of people that are are very positive and outspoken and believe in moving um, our industry forward in a positive manner. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was, you know, it was very. Um, it was very interesting to, you know, they have a lot of different workshops, and um, they actually had one. I was really, you know, surprised. Um, that they even tried to cram it into an hour and 10 minutes because this can go on and on. I've seen it at other trade shows where they have a a sex toy, um, the dirty business of sex toys. And they had five or six people up there, um, you know. Now, why would they call it the dirty business of sex toys? 
Because I think what they're trying to do is take away some of the myths, you know, that are associated with, um, you know, sex toys in the beginning of where, you know, and kind of like what we're talking about now, you know, the trends and where, um, you know, it's still, uh, you know, face it, it's still considered, you know, there's somewhat of shame attached. Well, as you said, you know, working in the way that you do when you try to set up bank accounts, when you're doing warehousing. And, you know, I have to admit, when I was signing up my fulfillment site, which happens to be in Blue Springs, Missouri, outside of St. Louis, I had to tell them, look, are people going to be comfortable packaging these products? Yeah. I said, I mean, they're they're books, they're other things. There isn't anything that, you know, good heavens, you can go into Target or Target, you can go into just about any store now and find things. Yes, Bed Bath & Beyond, CVS, Walgreens, you know, they all carry lubes and they're all carrying um, some type of, you know, a, a vibrator. A vibrator, and, and I mean, right, here, let, let's look at a business model for, for one moment. There is a reason why a company by the name of Joe, J-O, has exploded onto the market area of adult toys and novelties because, remember when we went back and we were talking about the five main companies who originally t- had everything tied up? Uh-huh. One of the biggest things they have is they had the distribution. They could get it to the markets to sell it. Yep. And then they could sell it into a store, typically a bricks-and-mortar store. And these stores were, you know, usually the second floor elsewhere so that weren't on the street. People weren't going like, oh, my gosh. Then what you have is a company like Joe who comes from, and it was founded by, my understanding is, founded by a group of men who have grocery store distribution. So they have all the distribution already. Mm -hmm. The mass market. And so they've come in with, just crap. Yeah. A lot is, of out there are, unfortunately. <laughs> and, and, you know, great marketing. But here's what I ask people. Please, 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 please take care of yourself first. And if you wouldn't put it in your eye, ladies, don't put it down there. And I think that holds true to, you know, Sex toys, pleasure products, the entire, you know, product range is just, and that's what I really want to caution people, just be aware, you know, just know what you're doing. And if you, you know, you're not sure where to get the information, I mean, there's, the internet is a fantastic resource and, and, you know, we talked a little bit about how things have changed in the past six years and, you know, one of them is, is by all means is reviewers and bloggers and people Mm -hmm. that are willing to, you know, they, they are our, are, uh, I look at them as being our conduit to the consumer. Mm-hmm. Granted, uh, you know, I have to say that they're not all, you know, wonderful because, you know, there are some that just want free sex toys, and, and uh, but there are a lot of them that are really concerned with um, bringing good information to. Well, no, there's no question. You know, we have 30 seconds until our next break, until our halftime break. There's no question, Pam, that there are some people who just want the freebies, and then they're going to say something of a very subjective nature. Mm -hmm. But those people get weeded out fairly quickly. They do, absolutely. I mean, you know, they're, they're gone by the wayside because people go, you know what? They really didn't do much. They didn't give me much feedback. They didn't give me anything. We're going to our break now. My guest is Pamela McKee with Papaya Toys and Mojo Weejo. Please stay with us. 
This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. I love it. Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen know it. Join these soul sisters on toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. Showcases two sides. One, to help entrepreneurs showcase their products and tell their story of their happily ever after. And two, to interview people who have realized their own fairy tale and doing something to benefit others. This show is here to help folks who have an idea and want to get it off the ground, as well as to inspire people to make the world a better place by doing something extraordinary or out of the box to help others. Both of these entrepreneurs have their own businesses and websites. With more information on their passions and successes, first for Debbie, FairyTaleWishesInc.com. And for Deanna, TheNextBigZing.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. With the Soul Sisters, Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen on TogiNet.com. Second chances. We all deserve them. And we are all worthy of them. Second chances. With your host, Midge Noble. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on TogiNet is like coming home to warm, fresh-baked cookies, a hug from Grandma, or an enthusiastic greeting from your dog. Second Chances, hosted by Midge Noble, a licensed professional counselor, is affirming, warm, genuine, validating, and thought-provoking. Second Chances is a place to be heard, a place to laugh, a place to cry, and a place to be seen. For more on Midge and Second Chances, check out MidgeNobleSecondChances.com. Then be a part of a show that will change how you think, how you feel, and what you do. Give yourself the gift of second chances and see where it will take you. So take a deep breath, open your heart, open your mind, and join host Midge Noble for Second Chances. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. Tonight, my guest is Pamela McKee with Papaya Toys, and you can, uh, it's papayatoys.com and Mojo Ouija, which we will speak of in this segment or in the final segment. When we were on the break, Pam, you said something which I think people need to know about. When you're looking to go buy a toy, the important thing to do is be an informed consumer. Caveat emptor, buyer beware. Yes. When you're looking at something, if it says silicone, look and see what, if, what, their, what their comment on silicone is. Pam, tell me what you told me. Tell um, them what you told me. We, the adult industry, the novelty industry, the, the, you know, sex toys or pleasure products, whatever you choose to call them, um, we're a self-regulating industry. Therefore, a product like mine, Papaya Toys, is 100% silicone. And, and we come out and we state we're 100% silicone. 
Um, we state where our silicone comes from. It comes from U.S. suppliers. Um, there, and there's other companies as well. You know, Tantus, I know, is big. They use U.S. supplied silicone, and they're 100% silicone. However, one of the problems that I face as a, a smaller uh, distributor manufacturer is that um, there are other companies, again, the big five, that come out with toys that um, they state their silicone on the packaging. However, because we are self-regulating, they could have as little as 5% or 10% silicone, and therefore that leaves you know another 90, 95% of God knows what that's in that toy. And right. you know, so people, but again, consumers are getting this information and, and things are starting to change, but this is what, you know, one of the problems that we face. Um, and I know that, that other materials have the same problem. I know glass, you know, there's, there's a higher quality of glass and, um, you know, so that's one. So of if the someone has like a, like an annealed product, something that's like a Pyrex style of glass that, that can be warmed up type thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's, but I mean, this is, this is, again, this is kind of what, do I want the government to step in and regulate? No. No. I really don't. <laughs> I really no, don't. like seriously no not. Sam, but I really don't want you in my sex toys. However, no. um, but this is where I was explaining to you that, you know, there's a handful of people and I think it is growing and we're accountable to more than just the bottom line, you know, mm-hmm. in, in terms of, you know, maybe... For me personally and for other people that I can think of, Shelly from Crystal Delights, and I know, mm-hmm. you know there are a few people that feel this way, that I'm accountable to, um, I want to go to sleep at night and be okay, that, you know, my carbon footprint, that I was good, you know, as, as good as I could be, you know. For that, that isn't that also what Holger says? That's exactly what Holger says. Holger was an attorney, and he um, he actually was making quite, you know, as an attorney, he practiced law, and he was in Germany, and his he watched his father literally work himself to death, and his dad died two years prior to his retirement, and that changed the way Holger thought and felt about um, the world, about his part in the world, about what he wanted to to you know bring to to the world and what he was leaving behind and mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that he said is I just I want to be able to go to sleep at night and be okay with the way that I've treated people and the way that I've treated the planet and it sounds mm-hmm. corny because you don't you know but he is one of the first people that is you know in this industry to really stand up for that and hey, that's you, kind of where we connected right now here let me tell you something if you've ever been around anyone who is leaving this planet they're not asking, you know, when someone is in hospice, mm-hmm. they're not talking about how much money they made. Nope. They're not talking about all the deals that they made. Nope. What they're talking about is who they loved, who they cared about, and some of the things they might and wish they had done differently. Yes. And none of them ever have I heard anybody say, I wish I had done this business deal, or I wish I had invested this, or I wish I had, and I, they don't. And, um, and I, that's not to say there isn't, I mean, but for the most part, no, I think you're absolutely right. I think people, um, and I don't, I don't know if that's a generational thing, if that's just, you know, the way that, because I know I felt that way for a long time, but I know other industries have also been accountable, you know, um, for instance, Starbucks, you know, and they're, they're socially responsible statement. And, you know, and I started looking at this when I was actually with Tony and I would bring these things up and say, you know, this is, it just seems like there's people deserve more mm-hmm. and they deserve more. Our planet deserves more. 
Right. And here's the thing. You and I both know that there's kind of like this pyramid of how adult toys get developed. There's, and, you know, anyone who is a consumer, it's kind of like pay attention. Invariably, the higher up you go, the higher the price point, you can kind of assume that things are going to be better quality, but not necessarily. That's right. And there are some products that, you know, and again, let's go back to the common note. So the percentage of silicone, check on it. It's like the same way. If someone was very into organic, check and find out exactly what the percentage of organic component is. Unfortunately, though, I think the only, I don't think there's a way to actually find out if call the company unless they state like for me i state 100 percent metas for tantas products she states 100 percent silicone anything if they're not willing to put 100 percent silicone then i would probably myself as a consumer i would probably think i would venture to think that there was something else in there besides silicone well here's what i would do here's what i do <laughs> can do i'll call the manufacturer test? You can call well. You can call the manufacturer, and if you want to, you can actually you know take a flame to to uh, your toy because okay, silicone, okay, go go. Tell us tell us the flame test. Silicone. <laughs> silicone <laughs> if you want to light your dildos on fire, if they're silicone, it won't happen. They okay. um, they just it does not silicone does not burn. It's one of the most uh, it's one of the most uh, sturdy substances on earth, and it. It does not light on fire. Now, it shouldn't even turn uh, white. You know, that, that if it turns white, like my toy, for instance, which I've done a flame test on, um, nothing. On you the papaya get, toys, you mean? Yes, on papaya toys. You might get a little bit of a carbon. Uh, well, a that's, carbon. From, that's from the, the carbon of the, the flame itself. Right. right, but that wipes off. Because uh -huh. silicone just does not burn. So um, if you're willing to, you know, take a chance on something that you've purchased, <laughs> you know, but, but again, you can call the manufacturer and you can ask them, you know, oh, what, have you done this? Have you done a flame test? You can call, I'm sure you can email or call AVN. They've had many, many times where they've, um, you know, had people that have some, had companies submit toys under a certain, you know, like for an award show for instance, or for review, stating that... Okay, well, explain, explain to the listeners, please, who AVN is and why AVN. they would do the flame test. AVN is Adult Video News, and they're the, the leading trade magazine for the adult industry, and they have been for the past 30 years. Mm -hmm. They do uh, reviews for not only porn and DVDs, but they also do reviews for toys, and um, they have the awards. They have to do two separate award shows. One is in January, which actually I think they air on Showtime or HBO. I'm not sure which one. But then they also have the O Awards, which are held in July, which is an industry-only um, awards. Right. And the, what we won. We actually, Papaya Toys. Yes, actually, I mean, Papaya Toys won um, the O Award. It was for the battery pack? Yes, Outstanding Innovation. And right, um, right. the reason that, that AVN would do a flame test is because, you know, when you submit something and you say it's 100, you say it's silicone, um, and it's body safe or, you know, they kind of go that extra step and they've lit things on fire and, you know, <laughs> and, and, you know, I've gotten videos where you could actually probably light, you know, go around like a little torch, you know, with a dildo because this thing is, you know, I've seen some pretty horrendous, um, horrendous things with the flame test, you know, in terms of dripping plastics and just, you know, it's well, just, yeah. now, here's the other thing. How do you know? As a manufacturer, how do you know whether or not the silicone lubricant can be used with a silicone toy? 
Well, it can't, no matter what. It's just a scientific fact. You can't. And if there's anybody out there that states that you can use a silicone lube with a silicone toy, um, it, it has to be a hybrid. It has to because the way silicone reacts with silicone lube reacts with um, the actual silicone toy. It, it's. I had this. I was. I went to Texas to with to a silicone supplier and I was I had the privilege of going to a lab and they had all of this testing going on it was fascinating and they explained how cool it was it was I could have spent days there I the scientific geek in me came out I loved it and but they explained to me that silicone um toys when when silicone's cured it it is like caterpillar legs and it, they join together, and and so they kind of um, you know interlock together. And okay. then when silicone lube comes in touch, you know, with with these silicone you know caterpillar legs, they relax and release those. So they oh, lose. So, their that, so the material falls apart. Right. Well, it doesn't necessarily melt, but what happens is it comes apart. It loses its form. And it now this doesn't happen immediately. You you could probably use a silicone uh a silicone hybrid lube on a toy and then wash it off afterwards and you'll be fine. Um but I think that would depend on the amount of silicone that was in. And I certainly don't recommend that. However, um what happens is when when the silicone comes in touch and you rinse it off, it never goes back to that same shape. It just doesn't, the, the legs don't inter, interlock like they used to. So it, it's not recommended, and although silicone is, you know, a fabulous um, lube, but it just is not recommended for silicone toys. Yeah, I mean, that's where I've had, I have had people actually tell me that it's okay to use silicone with silicone toys. And I said, you know, that is not my understanding of it. But you know what, I'd never heard it described like the little caterpillar legs. Well, unless something has changed in the last year or so, which I'm open to, I I just don't think scientifically that it's possible. But, I mean, you never know. People, that will be, if somebody can come out with a silicone lube that is used with silicone toys, then I think that's going to be a goldmine. But I don't, I just don't think it's possible. And my experience and who I've spoken to, which is actually the silicone supplier was the largest in the United States, and they weren't even in the industry. They they did things like Armor All, windshield wipers. And, Aye, and yeah, yeah, okay. Very well versed in silicone. Right. Now, we have probably 20 seconds until our final break. My guest is Pamela McKee with Papaya Toys. And when we come back, we're going to talk about where she and I would like to go and target underserved markets that really can benefit from the use of toys within their sexual play. Take care. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. 
parents? If you feel overloaded, overworked, underappreciated, and seriously stressed out, The Parents Plate is here to help you. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. It's time to build stronger families through parent empowerment. And that's what The Parents Plate does. The Parents Plate understands the busyness of life and balancing child rearing and other commitments. Brenda Nixon will be talking to noted experts and authors on all issues, from teething to teen driving. Brenda Nixon is a nationally recognized speaker to parents and child care professionals and author of the award-winning The Birth to Five book. From Fox 4 in Kansas City to schools and synagogues to businesses to bookstores, conferences to churches, audiences rave that Brenda engages, educates, and encourages. For more information on Brenda and her books, check out her website, brendanixon.com. The Parents Plate is loaded with information and affirmation. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Information is power. The power to change your life. So be here for Education to Excellence. Some of the most valuable information you may ever receive will be shared with you 7 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday night with Education to Excellence with your host, Bruce Beichman. You'll benefit from insightful shows featuring guests that are proven experts in their field. Little-known facts on how to improve your health by making one very simple change in your morning routine. If you're a high school graduate or working adult and a bachelor's, master's, or doctorate degree from an accredited college would change your life, you won't want to miss this. Education to Excellence. Shift your career into high gear without ever attending a traditional college class. Learn investment strategies from proven experts who have a track record of helping normal individuals build abnormal wealth. Check out their website, education2excellence.com. Then join us for the show, Education to Excellence, with your host, Bruce Beichman. Tuesday nights at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific on toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. As I had mentioned before, tonight my guest is Pamela McKee, and one of the, with Papaya Toys and also Mojo Weijo. One of the things I also would like to just tie a little bow around a finishing comment. When I speak of and when we speak of, the price of a toy is not necessarily indicative of the quality of it. Be, you know, you're smart enough to know if you look at something and something, for example, is selling for $265 and it looks cheaply made, you know, count on the fact that you can probably tell it's cheaply made. Well, I think you're absolutely right. I think just by slapping a high price tag on it doesn't mean that it's quality. I think that, uh, again, with the reviewers and and the Internet and the information and the manufacturers that are willing to communicate more with with Twitter and the social networking, I mean, that's one of the things that I think – technology has afforded us this wonderful opportunity of all this information, but it's also taken away that uh, human contact. And I think that's kind of what we crave, you know, as human beings, we want that contact. Manufacturers are willing to step in there. So if you have questions, by all means, contact them. Um, You know, you can, when you go to a store and there's a, you know, toys that are out, pick them up. I know this sounds funny, but smell them. 
You know, they shouldn't have a smell to them. They shouldn't have an off-gassing scent. No, 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 no. They shouldn't. They shouldn't feel sticky and 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 or greasy or you know. No, and if they're greasy, there's that's that's like a big indicator. Yeah, you're you're dealing with um, plasticizers coming out. Yeah. Now, well, I want to make sure that you cover Mojo Weijo, and I'll give uh, to you know the um, my listeners. <clears throat> I do a presentation every year at UCLA, and it is within um, an audience of uh, physicians, therapists, uh, psychotherapists people who are doing uh, master's in social work, and it's a year-long course, and the focus is, and it's, it's headed up by Dr. Um, Walter Brackelmans and my friend Dr. Berta Davis is part of it, but it's a couples and sex training program, and I showed the Mojo Weijo at this, and I do this again, you know, annually, and one of the things that people said, everyone says, we love the fact that she brings in the new toys. And Mojo Weijo, please explain what that is, because this is like the cutting edge. This is like the new thing that hasn't been there before. People know about teledildonics, meaning you have a computer, you have a toy that is connected to it, and you can operate, you know, your toy or your partner's toy. This is a completely different creature. Well, it's it's still in the same category of teledildonics. And again, yes, they've been around for a while. There's a couple companies that do have products out there. Um, however, what's different about Mojo Weijo is Mojo Weijo is the first um, the first product that does not have to be hardwired to your computer, so it's wireless. Um, it's motion activated, so you you can you know shake it or you can actually use a button. Um, and it's multi-directional, meaning that both it is the only product that that you can use. Both players can participate at the same time, and this occurs either um, you know through the computer in the same room or same house, or you can use it through Skype, and you can you can play with anybody throughout the world. Right now, please tell me the gentleman who created it. My understanding is that he created this because he and his girlfriend were living far apart and he came from a technical background, correct? Yes, he was an engineer at Microsoft in Seattle and he now lives in You know, necessity, the mother of invention. Yes. <laughs> he, um, he actually, it was his, it's his ex-girlfriend now because he is married. And, um, but that is exactly what happened is he was sitting on the couch one night and, and now he started thinking about this. He was in a long distance relationship and he was thinking, my gosh, you know, how do we bring or keep the intimacy into the relationship? And so that's how Mojo Weijo was born. Uh-huh. And again, it's the, the first, um, we, they use it, it's used with the Wiimote controller. Not the Wii system, but the Wiimote controller. Right. So, um, but it is, it's definitely cutting edge, and I think you're going to be seeing a lot more of uh, teledildonics, uh, not just Mojo Weijo, but, um, you know, teledildonics in the future. Because he also has more things coming forward. Oh, Yeah. Oh, yes. No, I'll have to tell you. So, I mean, honestly, I thought, and I've said this for the past, you know, six years, every time I think I see something, you know, and that's it, there's nothing else that can top that, then something else comes out. And sure enough, the stuff that he's got, that, you know, he's got, um, that he's thinking about is, I can't even wrap my mind about around it right now. It's just, 
to me, it's like a distant, you know, and this again is going to be in like the next year or so, but, um, you know, teledildonics has got, um, it's definitely cutting edge. You know, well, it also addresses people are communicating with the screen, but what they really want, again, you know, Second Life became what it is because the person on the other side, the turn-on was knowing that the person on the other side wanted to be with them, even though they've created this, you know, completely different world. Right. And, and I think the intimacy bringing and keeping the intimacy into the relationship. And, you know, long-distance relationships are just so... And, and, you know, the virtual world. I actually, with Mojo Weijo, we did a virtual trade show. And it was fascinating. And I think that's something we're going to see a lot more of that, you know, and it was nice for me because I didn't have to worry about being on my feet and, you know, for eight hours. And, you know, so my feet you didn't know what's, you know, And you know what's interesting about that? I remember when teleconferencing first came in oh my and my God. father having companies in, you know, I was born and raised in Canada, but he had companies in different cities in Western Canada, and his first comment was, oh, the airlines are going to hate this. <laughs> and I said, why? Because I was, you know, I was a little kid. I said, why? And he said, because they are not going to be able to get the executives to be flying. Yeah. yeah. And But I will tell you, I mean, the, the, the virtual trade show, people want to be able to get the information now where they are. Now, one of the things that I definitely want to talk about tonight. You and I both know that there are certain markets that are not being served well where they could be and they could have things be adaptable for them that um, with the area of sex toys. I know for me within the military, particularly within the area of the severely injured soldiers, yes. that I've done presentations for you know over the past five years, six years, and I know that anyone who, I mean, Dr. Mitch Tepper is a good friend. Dr. Linda Mona is a dear friend of mine. They are two of the top in our field who discuss sexuality and disability, Dr. Shandor Gardos. And what I do know is that these people are amazingly creative. And, well, and I think that's important is that that's, and that's a, a passion of mine is that, um, you know, just because you have a disability um, doesn't mean that you're not attractive and doesn't mean that, that you don't have sex. And I think that's a misconception of people, you know, that, that don't have disabilities, that it's something that uh, we, you know, sex toys, again, add to the intimacy and the connection with, between people. They don't take away and they don't. And I think that's part of the problem that we've dealt with for so long is that people have thought that they replace something in in a no. sexual relationship and they don't they add to it they enhance it well they, they here's, here's the other thing they are something that expands what is possible mm -hmm. it is one of the other things that's fun about toys if people want to incorporate them it usually increases the discussion of what the people are talking about how they might like to try something. <laughs> that's and, something that I always am, am telling people because, you know, it's communication. Right. And here's the thing. If you want to talk about a toy, for heaven's sakes, bring it out in the morning and put it down with the coffee. Have your latte. Look at this thing. It will usually make you completely crack up. Yes. And yes. it doesn't. And here's the other thing. It doesn't have to be... Um, well, hi, you know, you could say, like, well, exactly, what is this thing supposed to do? Well, it, you can get creative. Here's the thing that I tell people. You have nerves that are yours alone. I just did an interview with Cosmo yesterday. They were asking 
said, how can we make sure that women can have an orgasm every single time? Mm. Now, how do I write that book? <laughs> and I'll tell you, the, the real answer to that is that each woman and each man has their own nerve system genitally throughout their entire body. And for women, it's referred to as their orgasmic fingerprint. It's that unique. Mm. And so thinking that what you're supposed to have is what someone else is supposed to have, and you and I both know, Pam, think. God, in the area of adult novelties, that there is, it isn't one size fits all. In the same way, there isn't one recipe, there isn't one outfit. There are a range of things, and there are a way of different, of communicating. But as we talked about, the people, you know, for disabilities, someone who can have a disability as a result of pulmonary, medical impacts, some meds that they're on, a surgical procedure, anything, and you know, anything that has you feel that your body has had some type of impact. It can be an acquired thing or it can be something you've had since you were born. But the important thing is we're born from sex. We're sexual creatures. This is part of our sexual health and one of the more powerful ways that we communicate. And, you know, to take it a step further, it's a basic need. And I think one of the things that really hit home with me and really struck, um, you know, a passion within myself was that I don't see these, these people being served. You know, I think there, again, there's a gap. You and, mean- and, you know, I'll tell you, we have one minute until the end of, of the show. I have a um, very good girlfriend of mine who she has said for years, you have got to write on chronic illnesses and sexuality. And, you know, here's, here's the thing. There are more people that are going to be having things. There are, and yet, the important thing is, if we can give one person or two people the information that changes things, expands things, and creates relationship for them, don't we feel good? Absolutely. I know for me, like I said, it's about going to bed at night knowing that I made a positive, uh, in, you know, that I somehow impacted the world. and, and in, a pos- my- in a positive way. Exactly. Thank you, Pamela. Thank you so much for being with me. My guest is Pamela McKee. You can reach her at papayatoys.com, mojo wijo, M-O-J-O-W-I-J-O dot com. Pam, thank you so much for being my guest this evening. Thank you for having me, Lou. Okay, we will talk soon. Okay, take care. Bye now. Bye-bye. With host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou Padgett.